Walker can tip it. Bryant with the save. Oh, you got to get a shot here. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Okay, we're back in the Rec Center podcast. Uh, another bit of a, a hiatus. <laughs> not too long, not too long. I think we got a we got an episode out last week, and we're getting one out tomorrow or today. Yeah, um, the last one was just a so little bit. Uh, it was it was a tough edit. <laughs> it was it was pretty long, yeah. so we had to split it up into two. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. There was a lot going on. Yeah, in that and you'll one. hear that. You'll hear that when you come. But the next one, I think the next episode, the one that's gonna drop in a couple of days, is gonna be a real good one. I think that's our probably our best one so far, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, up yeah. there at least. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one, man. It was a good conversation. Yeah. So I mean, by the time you listen to this, you've probably heard it or it's out there, and you can go listen to it. But we talked about the goats. Uh, in basketball and who it should be and why it should be them and you know who has a claim and who doesn't and I mean I guess we're just gonna kind of carry on the conversation because we have a couple more people um, that kind of fit the bill you know when we were talking about legacies and you know I think we ended off the conversations like kind of being uh, like you know what does this season mean for a lot of these guys that are yeah. in the race for goat talk overall right and one of the guys that we didn't mention because, I mean, there's more pressing matters when it comes to the GOAT talk was KD. Yeah. You know? You're a big KD so, uh, fanboy. But he's he's definitely one of the players that I see right now in the league as somebody who can, you know, one day make a claim potentially at mm-hmm. that GOAT, you know? Like, definitely. he can, he has the potential. Definitely. Um, you know, he has all the, he has all the tools, but it, Again, it comes down to legacy, right? So, I don't know, Johnny. I'll let you start. What do you think? What do you think KD needs to do, or can he do, to you know, get in those conversations? Yeah, man. You know what sucks about like this season, the way it's played out. Like personally, right? Like this was, this was a year that where I was excited to see KD kind of lead a team, um, and just like he he obviously had Kyrie to begin the season. But he wasn't on a super loaded squad like he was in Golden State, and I was I was excited to yeah. see like yo can this guy actually pull it off right like we all know he has the talent he has the ability to um, take over games he can score at will um, can he take the Brooklyn Nets to an NBA championship uh, and like that's been the one knock against KD right is that. Hey man, he yeah. he won his chips, but he won it in a situation where you basically couldn't lose, right? You're you're on the court with two other Hall of Famers, no doubt in my mind, Hall of Famers in Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, where and you throw yourself on that squad as well. Yeah. There's no way you lose that uh, lose in those seasons, right? So it was kind of like his opportunity to come out and showcase that, hey, man, I don't need two Hall of Fame-type players to win it. I can lead a team to a championship. And kind of like like, like the one thing we haven't seen from KD is like him taking a team that's, that, has, that doesn't have all the, the supporting cast, that doesn't have all the supporting players like he had in uh, Golden State. So it was kind of like, can he take a lesser team to the championship? And we're not going to get to see that because now he's got James Harden to play with as well. Which honestly, for personally, I, I'm not a fan of that just because like if if they do end up winning, um, it's kind of like, okay, he did it again with two other superstars, big whoop. But at the same time, I just feel like this was his opportunity to put, put those like haters to bed but he's not gonna get that opportunity however if like if he wins this doesn't do much for his legacy but if the brooklyn nets don't win the chip 
that I feel like that hurts his legacy more than if he won the championship. Just if that makes any sense. I think that makes sense. Um, I understand what you're saying. I just don't agree with it. Um, yeah. Personally, uh, your first point about him coming to a squad where he was the true alpha and the team leader, I agree with that completely. I thought this was a great situation for him, and I still do think it's a great situation for him Yeah. Um, to be that alpha dog, that leader. And I think we, we talked about that a couple times on the podcast, actually. Like, you know, I do believe that on that team, he is the alpha. He Definitely. is the go-to guy. Definitely. But, um, and, you know, he was that in Golden State, in my opinion, too. Like, I mean... If it came down to a, a situation where somebody had to shoot the ball or try to score the ball to win, personally, all things equal, I'm giving it to KD every time. You yeah. Know? Like, that's yeah. my personal opinion on the situation. Like, whether I need a three or a two, mm-hmm. I'm probably giving it to KD every time just because mm-hmm. just because as a basketball player, he presents the biggest challenge to guard. Yep. Right? On that squad and even on this squad. So, personally, for me... I think he's the best player on this team. I thought he was the best player on Golden State. Yeah. Um, I do agree with the fact that, you know, going to Golden State was tough uh, from a legacy standpoint because, yeah, you did pair up with some killers in the league. You know, definitely doesn't look good when you lose to that team after having a 3-1 lead. I'm going to get to that. <laughs> you know, so... Um, that's also another part that looks kind of odd, you know, like you lose to the team and then you go to them. So yeah. that didn't help. And, uh, and you know, he did have to vilify himself to go there as well, which yeah. obviously doesn't help when you're talking about the goats, right? Like you don't want to be the villain. You want to be the loved one, right? Mm-hmm. So all all those things um, considered, I don't think what's happening here with James Harden coming is his fault. It's and not. I Definitely. don't think he should get the onus because... Um, at the end of the day, he didn't, he didn't go out there and lobby for James Harden, you know, like he wasn't, Mm -hmm. he wasn't out here saying, you know, if we don't get James Harden, I'm requesting a trade. No, no, definitely. You know, he came to this situation, not having James Harden and, you know, potentially accepting the fact that he might have to face him coming out of the West, Definitely. you know? So, um, I don't blame him for, for James Harden ending up on his team, but you know, all we've talked about with James Harden's legacy, since we're talking about legacies, mm-hmm. all we've talked about him is being a regular season player and a, and a playoff choker. Hundred percent, man. You know, when does when does uh, when does Harden come through in a big moment in the playoffs? Really yeah. ever? Yeah. Right. So how much does it hurt him to have KD on his? How much does it hurt him? Sorry, to have Harden on his team when Harden's just a playoff choker? You know, like we've seen what Harden is, and I mean. You know, I don't want to get too much into, like, disrespecting Harden. But, I mean, even in that finals run with OKC, you can go back and watch Harden choke big big shots that he was making the rest of the playoffs before that. You know, even as a sixth man, uh, if you go back and watch that series compared to the other series that he had, he choked a lot um, in that finals against so, Miami, right? So you're so, talking about when he was with the Thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go back and watch that series... Um, there was a lot of shots that they relied on him to make off the bench that he just didn't make in that series. And I remember that vividly because um, as a LeBron non-fan, I was <laughs> cheering heavily for OKC to come out of that series. Yeah. Uh, but I remember being very, very frustrated that James Harden was hitting all these shots and then all of a sudden he wasn't, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like he came out of nowhere and he just stopped. But... I mean, we've seen that pattern in um, Houston develop as well, right? Like, he, he tears up the regular season, first couple rounds of the playoffs, and, and I mean, second or third round, it's just it's too hard for him to, to show up in these big moments. So, all that being said, I don't think having Harden on your team is really that piece that says, okay, you know, um, now this team is a playoff lock. I think... I think if you're a if you're a championship, you know, Steph Curry and a championship Clay Thompson and now you add a championship level player like KD who you who we all know got to the finals yep. and almost got there again, 
right? Right when he lost. Yep. Um, you know, that's a different conversation than adding a James Harden who, you know, as much as he's proven in the regular season and he's an MVP, he hasn't proven that much in the playoffs. So, you know, the real test for this team is the playoffs. And that's why I think that, you know, the addition of Harden uh, isn't that big of a changer when it comes to the legacy standpoint of KD. If he wins this season, I think I think he still earns the win. Um, he's going to have to go through a hard Western team no matter what. And, you know, if the odds... if I, I don't know what the betting odds right now are, but I wouldn't imagine that Brooklyn is leading the pack in terms of title contending odds, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, there's other contenders that I would take over them. Like, right now, in a seven-game series, I think the Clippers beat them. I think... I think, um, or they have a really good chance to. Um, I think the, I think a healthy Lakers squad puts up a great fight. You definitely, know? definitely. Both of those so, teams. Bo- so, so they're not, they're not the, they're not the same lock for championship contention and championship aspirations that that Warrior squad was. Is what I'm trying to say. And I don't think it's and and like last time it was KD choosing to go into that situation mm-hmm. knowing what the mm-hmm. consequences were. Mm-hmm. You know, if your team gets better and you know like that was he didn't know that James Har- James Harden was going to request a trade. You know, he didn't know that he was disgruntled. He might have known he was disgruntled, but he wasn't going out there in the offseason and lobbying like Kawhi was. Kawhi told the teams that he was interested in, you yeah. know, bring me PG yep. and I'll sign. Yep, yep, yep. You know, that's intent to get a certain player on your team. This wasn't intentful, right? Like, this happened, and I don't think you can put that on KD. Like, I think if they win, they win. And, you know, KD does get some of those demons out of his closet that he can't win on his own. But um, it definitely brings the win down a little bit. If it was just him and Kyrie, it would definitely be more magnified. But what if this squad goes back-to-back? So, you know? yeah, man, like, that's the thing. It, it, I was just excited to see if he could do it. And, like, I like to, like, chirp Durant just because. Um, I don't like the move yeah, he I made. I don't like the move he made to um, to the Warriors. So I like to chirp him. And I wanted to see if he could actually pull it off, man. And the dude is undoubtedly one of the most um, gifted scorers the game has seen. Um he has the potential, in my opinion, to be considered amongst the greats of the game. Uh, I feel like if he, yeah, you're right. If he does get a back-to-back championship, uh, two championships in Brooklyn, yeah, man, you got to throw him in the same discussion we, we talk about um, LeBron and MJ, right? He's up, he's up there then. However, I just feel like this takes away from it, man. Regardless... I understand that James Harden, he he hasn't shown up in the bit. playoffs. It does a bit. It does a bit. I agree. It he, does a bit. He hasn't shown up in the playoffs. But what we've seen from the Brooklyn Nets as of right now is James Harden is playing the point guard and he is more than happy to facilitate the play where he isn't counted on to be the number one scoring option. And so if that's not the case, he's also not the number two scoring option on most nights, man. It's mostly Kyrie. It's Kevin Durant, number one, and then Kyrie, number two. Can James Harden be a really good number three, third option? That's an unbelievable third option on any team. So, is he going to be relied upon to score? No, he's not going to be. So, he's going to be relied upon to just facilitate the play, make the correct play, which he has a knack of doing, right? Like, he's he's average close to a Mm -hmm. triple-double in a couple of seasons in Houston. So... We know he has that ability. So in terms of scoring, James Harden isn't, isn't going to be relied upon. It's still going to be Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Yeah. So I still think it takes away from it, man. I just, I, like, if he, if Kevin Durant were to win this year, it's kind of like, it, it kind of reminds me of the same situation that he had with the Warriors. It's almost like you should be winning regardless of who you play because of the abundance of talent you have on that team. Okay. Um, okay. The reason I don't like that argument coming from you for me <laughs> is because you touted in the last podcast, you touted 
how how often LeBron James has gotten to the finals and how consistent he's been. Yeah. Right? But that's a case of the same thing. You know, he's supposed to. Like, every every year that he was there, he was supposed to be there. You know, so if that doesn't take away from the achievement for him, how can it take away from the achievement for KD is my question, right? Like, this is... And this is a fallacy that a lot of fans have when it comes to their favorite player versus every other player that's yeah. in the in the in the contention, right? Like uh, a lot of Steph Curry fans, uh, shout out to Sharuk, uh, <laughs> will say that you know Steph Curry revolutionized the game and he's the greatest shooter of all time and all this. Yeah, and that's all fine and good, but players like LeBron, Kobe, um, MJ. You know, even KD, those guys revolutionized the game too. Cause, they did, but yeah. it, they did it in different ways, right? Yeah. So, you know, those arguments can be made for a lot of different players. So, you know, um, it just comes down to like, I don't understand how, you know, just because you're supposed to do it, um, it, it, it makes it it makes it less. The only time I understand that is when you walk into that situation, you know willingly and that's your choice like mentally Mm -hmm. your choice is i'm gonna walk into the best situation possible for me to do this Mm -hmm. and i think the two times that we've seen that that have been very notable have been kd going to the golden state warriors number one first and foremost yeah and you know his precursor lebron lebron teaming up with wade and um chris bosh wade and bosh in miami you know miami was supposed to win the chip every year yeah right so so, like, are you saying that LeBron's rings don't count because, you know, he didn't like, I mean, if you take away those two rings, right. And even last year, like he, he had the best squad, you know, the Lakers were the odds on favorite to win other than maybe the Clippers, yep. but the Clippers fizzled out so fast in the, the bubble that they weren't even in the contention by the end. So, like, I mean, the Lakers were supposed to win. So, like, I mean, if you take away three mm. rings from LeBron because he won when he was supposed to. You know, and you take away mm-hmm. three rings from Kobe when he won because he's supposed to. Then you have to take almost all six away from Jordan because he won when he was supposed to, right? Like no, we I'm end not up with saying a, we that you we, take them away. That's that's well, complete... I mean, whatever they mean less, but I mean, I mean, sorry, like if you if you start to do that where they mean less when they, when they're supposed to win, right? Then everybody's mean less because, like, a lot of times the best team does win. So Samir, this is no, I can't agree with that because we haven't seen an era in the NBA like we see today, ever before, where the players have the power to dictate where they can uh, make a move, and as a result, LeBron Agreed. started that right. LeBron started that when he said, yep, "I'm yep, definitely," and he did he kind of, yeah he i guess he did but he was a free agent right like he was a free agent he had um the agency to go wherever he wanted so and he chose Miami he teamed up with Wade and Bosh in Miami and and don't forget and don't forget yeah he was supposed to team up with Wade and Melo that was the original yeah, idea originally yeah right yeah. which is which is you know which is even more blasphemous than putting Bosh in there Right? Yeah. Like when you talk about when you talk about a super team, yeah. you know, the intent, the intent and it's recorded, documented. If anybody wants to start and say, oh, that's not what happened. That's not true. Yeah. All three of them have talked about it. And 100 yeah. percent, the intent was to have Melo, Wade and LeBron in the prime of their careers mm-hmm. on the same team, which is, in my opinion, in that era is more broken than the Golden State Warriors because that team would have annihilated Honestly, man, I don't think it's anymore. I think it's just about the same, man. What do, what's the difference? Back, uh, back when LeBron went went over to Miami, we had it was it wasn't more it, it wasn't like the three point game we see today, right? It was more of that, yeah. um, where the wings take uh, take it to the rack. It was more of a like it was it was, the three point wasn't relied upon as heavily as it to, as it is today. And so a lot of those like uh, prime D Wade, a prime Melo, a prime uh, LeBron James, these guys were really good at at that mid range too, right? They were really good at hitting that mid range mid range jumper. So you compare that to what Golden State had in 
Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and um, Kevin Durant. Man, these are three of the best shooters in the game. And from sure. outside, sure. right? So I think it's honestly, For I think sure. it's very similar to that. But I can't even remember you, where I started. <laughs> I, yeah, but it was uh, very similar saying, to what... Um, um, you saying you were saying that LeBron started the whole free agency, players go where they want. Yeah, and that yeah, that's exactly it. So like, in my opinion, this era we've seen where the 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 athletes are empowered to take over um, responsibility of where they go in their career, it's something new that we've seen, right? Like LeBron did it in his free agency. Um, Kevin Durant did it in his free agency years. Um, Anthony Davis, he forced his way out of New Orleans because he wanted to be in LA. So that's a little bit of a different story. But it's very like yep. we didn't see this earlier, right? Like we didn't see this in like MJ's era, right? Or even earlier yep. on before before LeBron made the move to Miami. We never saw it then. And now we're even seeing it in like other sports like the NFL, like Deshaun Watson wants out, right? So there's rumbling. Shout out to JJ Watt for signing a two-year, thirty-two million dollar contract today. By the way, crazy Arizona. deal with the Cardinals. But yeah, anyways, go so on. and he he said he wanted a, he said he wanted out of Houston as well, and he he got it right. So this player empowerment era that yeah, we've seen, we've seen we've seen all of these athletes get empowered, take control of where they want to be, and so I don't think we've seen anything like this earlier, right? Like it wasn't around before. When MJ was or when MJ was around, or even when um, uh, when Kobe was in the league, or, or when uh, LeBron started out in his first couple of years, it started after it was LeBron taboo. took that it was stuff. Taboo. Right? It, it was taboo. It to was taboo. It was, but like honestly, man, like personally, I don't have an issue with what LeBron or KD did. Like the moves they made, I don't have no, an issue, don't. right? Like I don't have an issue with LeBron going. And joining another team. I don't have an issue with KD going and joining a team. The only reason I I harp on KD and I gotta get on KD's case is because the he was up 3-1, right? Two against the Warriors, and then he goes and joins a team that comes back and beats them 4-3 in that series. Like to me, yeah. like I th- that's the softest move an athlete has made to date. Right, so I that's the issue I have with it. I don't have an issue with um, athletes taking control of where they want to play. Hey, man, you guys, if you guys have that agency, I I think you should use it. But at the same time, like, there's something to be said for a little bit of pride in what you do, and that's where I think KD took a hit with that Golden State move. Um. I don't know how I ended up there. I, know, tough, I, I just man. ended up there. <laughs> I don't that's, know how I ended that's up That's tough, there. though, because... That's tough, because, like... Um, you know... It's just hard, man. It's hard It's hard to gauge, because, like... like I, I wanted to talk about the mellow move, and the reason why I said it was more broken is because... Melo was regarded at that time as the best one-on-one player on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. You know, LeBron was guarded was regarded as the best overall player, right? Yeah. And then you had one of the best slashing two guards in the league in Dwayne Wade, arguably the best shooting guard in the league at the time, right? So you had yep. you had three of the most deadly weapons on one team. Three Hall of Famers. But they also, they all hit you in different ways. Whereas, like, with with the Golden State thing, it was all shooting. Like, it was all shooting, right? Like, like outs- like KD obviously can it, do everything, it, but yeah. the other two just really shoot. It was all scoring. Right? I wouldn't say shooting. It was all scoring. Sure, sure. It was all scoring. But, like, these guys, like, I mean, Melo would get after it defensively. LeBron, you know his know defensive Mello. record. Melo, and uh, I don't know about Melo. D Wade and man, LeBron. Come on, go back. No, no, go back and watch Melo, man. Melo, Melo was a bruiser on the block, and he and like he was from that old school though. Like he was from that older generation where you know it wasn't cool not to play defense. Like you couldn't not play defense, 
You know, like in today's like Curry doesn't play defense. No. You know. Well, he tries. Like Clay plays. Clay plays defense. Curry does not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but in that era, you couldn't get away. Like I mean, even in that Knicks series, like, like Melo was playing hard defense and then going on the other side and scoring, and that's how he won a game, right? Mm-hmm. Like he he can he had that in him, right? He mm-hmm. had that dog in him to actually go and do it. That's the only reason why I say that team would be better. Um, they're also the guys from the era that I grew up watching basketball, you know, like, yeah. like this, like obviously now, like now I, now I think of myself as a basketball head and I'm looking at these guys yeah. and saying they're freak athletes and stuff. But in my era, those were the three guys after Kobe's, mm-hmm. you know, after Kobe was like, took over the league, mm-hmm. it was these guys that were battling. And then all of a sudden they wanted to come together when that didn't happen. Bosch got inserted, mm-hmm. but you know, um, I think the intent was the same. Um, at the end of the day, I understand why LeBron made a move. Uh, obviously Cleveland wasn't going anywhere and he just couldn't figure it out. And like he said, he needed to go somewhere and learn how to win. Mm -hmm. So I get that part of it, but you know, like, I mean, if you, if you get all the way to the finals and then you get beat by Miami and the next time that you're about to get there, you're up three, one, and you have a horrible collapse and nobody can stop the bleeding, you know? At that point, that team does not have championship written over it at all. Dude, I disagree. Wholeheartedly disagree. I don't think so, man. Like, I don't think so. Like, I mean, and we've seen it in the fallout. I guess hindsight is twenty twenty. But, you know, what has Russell Westbrook done? Like, absolutely nothing. But he's been on. He's been the alpha on basically you know, so every team that he's been on since then. He's been the number one option. Sure, but he hasn't done anything. He yeah. doesn't have an. He, I mean, sure, but I mean, Demar Derozan was an alpha. You're you're you telling know, like, me you're telling me if you were to pair Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook in 2016-2017, they wouldn't make it to the uh, they wouldn't make it to the championship game or they wouldn't make it to the NBA finals. I think. I think if that that would okay, given their relationship at the point at that time, I think they wouldn't have because they already had a working relationship where it didn't work. You know, for whatever reason it didn't work, but you know, we've seen that time and time again with Russell Westbrook, it doesn't work. You know, maybe like okay, Russell Westbrook's a great player. Great player. Right? Mm-hmm. But he's also hard to play with. You know, you have to you have to see the game his way or there is no other way to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can see that in the way he plays. Like, you know, um, on a team like Washington, he's going to do a lot of great things. And on those depleted OKC teams, he was doing a lot of things. Why? Because he's clearly the best player. But when you when you pair him with a player of the same or better magnitude than him, you know, like we saw in um, in in in. Well, in the early KD run with with Oklahoma City, and then later on with Paul George, and then later on with Harden in Houston, you know he's just not the same player when there's a clash of styles at the top. Like he has to take over the team and let it be his style, right? That's not what championship means. And you know, this is another reason why I think um, the the Harden thing isn't as big as people are making it out to be is because Harden has agreed to take a lesser role. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can see that in his play. He's Definitely. agreed to take a lesser role. You know, so, I don't know about lesser, sure, but sure. like he's he's agreed It's not the to, same role. It's not the same role. Yeah, he's agreed to be the third you know? option in terms of scoring yeah, the Yeah, and like, I mean, I, I think that is a lesser role, you know? Like, if you're more of a playmaker and less of a scorer when, you know, you've made all your money and your MVP of being able to score the ball, you know, that I think that's a lesser option for you. But you know that shows that shows that shows two things to me. One, that he realizes he's not the alpha, right? Which which increases KD's case more because you have to have role players on your team to win a chip. That's it's it's evident. Yeah, you but can't James win Harden role, is the right? ultimate role player, man. <laughs> but yo, that's not his fault. Like, oh, it's not. That's, it's that's, not. It's right? not. Right? And it's just like it's like I mean, like we were talking about him winning a chip with Kyrie. And, you know, it's not like we we added 
MVP Harden. It's like we added Harden, but a different version of Harden, right? I don't and, know, man. He still has it in him, though, man. He can go no, up he and does, put it but 40. He, he does, but yeah. that's not what, what they're looking for, right? They're, they're not, not looking for... They're not look. What I'm trying to say is, like, you brought KD to that Warriors team to be MVP KD. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You didn't bring Harden here to be MVP Harden. You brought Harden here to to mesh with the crew and try to go and chase that ring. Yeah. Right? So, I think that, you know, this, this proves that, you know, KD is truly the alpha on this team and he's the leader because it was no clash at the top. Yeah. You know, it was no clash of... It was no clash. Even... I mean, this even proves everything I've been saying about Kyrie. Because Kyrie let him handle the ball. Yeah. You know? Like, we were talking about we were talking about Kyrie not being able to work with other people and, you know, everything that's wrong with Kyrie. But, you know, Kyrie came out and said, James Harden is the point guard of this team. Yep. You know? And he said, I'm willing to do the shooting guard thing. He's the point guard. Yeah. You know? And that speaks volumes about what Kyrie is doing, too. But this all says that, listen, we know who the alpha in the gym is. Mm-hmm. We know that KD is our leader. And without him, we don't win a chip championship here. We yep. don't. Yep, yep. Right? So, I mean, unless you want to talk about every time that a team had elite role players, like, you know, then you have to discount a lot of things that a lot of the great players have done. You know, like, Scotty, Scotty Pippen had to be there for Jordan to win. You know, yeah, he did. Shaq and Kobe won together. Yeah, definitely. You know? Uh, Shaq and Dwayne Wade won together. Like everybody has elite role players when you look back at it. But dude, right? it's it's so, one thing to have it's one thing to have. No, no, we're a, just saying this. Couple, right? We're 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 just we're just saying this because it's today. But I don't think it I don't think it applies when you talk about the legacy because you know every championship I've seen in the last in the last decade has been by a big three. Not you know, the maybe the exception is no. Even the Raptors, you had Pascal Siakam, Lowry, Lowry, and Ka- 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 uh, Kawhi Leonard. I don't think that's a big three. You didn't man. just have no, 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 no. In that, in that, in that time, I don't think that's a big in that three. playoff run. I don't think in that's that a playoff big run, no. What do you mean? All three of those guys were producing every night with phenomenal numbers. Dude, the reason that worked really well is number one, the chemistry, right? And number no, two, sure. number two, like when we're talking like a big three, we're talking three superstars like Clay, Steph, Durant, LeBron, Wade, Bosch. Those guys were in the primes of their careers and could easily dominate any game um, they they were put into. Like we saw it here with Chris Bosch, man. Chris Bosch is like the ultimate, like, he he's the one who, if anyone wants to talk about sacrificing their game, Chris Bosh yeah, I was agree. a perennial agree. all-star, superstar player when he was um, drafted, uh, when he was with uh, the Toronto Raptors. And he goes... Completely agree. Goes to the Miami Heat and realizes, man, I'm behind two paws... At that time, well, Dwayne Wade would be considered a Hall of Famer at that point. And LeBron James is an up-and-coming superstar in the league. And he realizes this and takes a backseat to both of them. He was going, he was scoring easily 26 to 27 points per game, close to 8 to 9 rebounds. And he now he ha, he's relied upon to get the boards to maybe put up anywhere from 12 to 15 points per game. Like, yeah. you know... And so I'm just, my point being that we can't say that the Raptors had a big three, man. Kawhi was the superstar. Okay, sure. And Kawhi was the superstar, and they had really good role players around them, and it worked really well um, for the well, Raptors, right? In that situation. My argument, my argument would be that you had um, an up-and-coming superstar, an up-and-coming star slash superstar in Pascal Siakam at the time. Everybody was looking at him that way. You know, Shaq, Shaq was even calling him that. You know, you had, you had arguably the best point guard in the East in Kyle Lowry. A very arguable, but you know? yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, he was an all-star starter that year, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, you know, like out of the East point guards at that time, I would take him over most guys. Yeah. You know, like I'm not, I, I can't even think of a point guard I would take over him in, in the East. Mm-hmm. Like even Ben Simmons wasn't really, no, Ben Simmons definitely. wasn't what he is right this season. So I yeah. wouldn't take him over that Kyle Lowry, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have the best point guard in the East, you know, and then you put, you, you plug and play Kawhi Leonard, who sure was coming off a knee injury and some, some doubt, but, mm-hmm. you know, considered a killer and showed out, right? Like I think... I think I think they arguably did have a big three, but you know the point being that you know we haven't seen a championship one where there's more where there's only two real contributors. Mm-hmm. You know the one argument to that would probably be the Lakers of last year. Yeah, KD but and or KD that was a different situation altogether because of the bubble and everything else. You know, so like I don't want to really compare that to a full length. Um, 72 or 82 game season because there was a huge layoff in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just a weird year all around, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know about that one. But other than that, like every championship has been won by, you know, a big three of some sort. You know, maybe, okay, sure, you take out the last two mm-hmm. if you want to take out the Raptors one as well. Mm-hmm. But that's still eight out of the last 10 chips, you know? So. I don't know. You just need to have elite players. Like, the game is so hard. The game is so um, optimized now, I think. Like, it's almost getting to the point where there's a perfect formula for this game, you know? Like, there's a way to win every year if you want to, mm-hmm. right? So, I don't know. It's just it's just about, you know, I think it speaks volumes. To me, personally, the way I look at it is, you know, when you have all these alphas in the room that know they can lead... Who is the leader amongst them? Mm-hmm. You know, that should speak volumes to to who's talking about what legacy. Because, like, you know, if you have if you have three arguable MVPs, right? Maybe Kyrie's a very arguable one, but yeah. you know, Harden and Ky- KD have both won it. Yeah. You know, and Kyrie stepped up in huge moments. Yeah, he's the so superstar. you have three very very big superstars. Yeah, and they two of them, you know. Not only not only work together and mesh together, but they bow down to the bigger one, mm-hmm. right? I think you have your answer. I think you. I think everybody knows what needs to happen, and that's that. KD needs to lead that team, and if K, it comes down to if the Lakers don't win, it's it's going to be because LeBron didn't do LeBron things. Mm-hmm. You know, AD. We've seen him on a team, and he doesn't lead to championships. He doesn't. So LeBron has to lead that team to a championship. Definitely. Correct. Yeah. Agreed? Yep, yep. If if the Clippers are to win, Kawhi needs to lead that team. Yep. And PG needs to show right? up. And PG needs to show up, but Kawhi needs to lead that team. Yeah, definitely. Right? Now, when you talk about Denver or Houston or, um, you know, Utah, if you talk about these guys, then you get into a kind of a fuzzy realm where you don't know who's supposed to lead that team. More of a chemistry but thing. It's, more, like, it's like you the know, Raptors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if if Brooklyn is to win, it has to be led by KD. It has to be. It has to because be. we've seen the results. We've seen the results with the other two leading, and it doesn't work. It doesn't. Right? So I think that's your answer when it comes to... When it comes to, you know, a legacy standpoint of what does it mean to win this chip, I want to look at it from the standpoint of were you the most important piece of your team mm-hmm. winning? You know, this is why the the Golden State chips are a little bit harder to count because A, that team had already won but without them, without yep. him, right? And B, sure, he was the best player on the floor, but arguably they could have won without him again, you know? So you can't say that he's the reason that they won but you can't discount it either. So, you know, it, comes, man, it, it like, becomes a situation you, where... That puts you so far over the top, like, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree yeah. completely. But it's not, like, I mean, that team could have still competed for championships without him. Yeah, no, they could have competed. I right? don't know if they win, though. No, 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 yeah. uh, for sure. But they had a chance to win, right? I'm saying this... they probably make it to the finals, Brooklyn, yeah. This, this Brooklyn squad doesn't have a chance to win without KD. I don't know, man. They they could come out of the they, East. They don't, man. 
No, 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 they don't. Even if they do, it'd be a slaughter in the in the in the yeah, finals. It yeah. wouldn't be it wouldn't be a discussion. Like yeah. with Golden State, you can still talk about them, you know, pushing a series out to seven games. Mm-hmm. Without KD, this Brooklyn squad would get slaughtered by any Western contender. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. You know, possibly even an even a LeBron list Lakers could take this team. You know, just with the strength of A D yeah. against like the no big that they have, yep. like that could be enough. Yeah, right. Could. So I think that's your answer when it comes to when it comes to the legacy debate. Like again, it's not his fault that he's in this position. It's not yep. like the Golden State thing where yep. he chose to go there. You know, he does have Harden, which obviously takes away from it because now you have a another great name. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, if you're gonna if you're gonna go and do that, I think there's just too much backtrack that you have to do, and you have to analyze a bunch of different situations. So I think you have to play your cards how they are, and you know I still think that he needs to be the alpha and the leader and and do the things that he needs to do that we thought he needed to do at the start of the season for this team to win. And if that's the case, then I'm not discounting this um, more because they have Harden because I'm not convinced that this team would win without him. But if I was Mm-hmm. If I was convinced that this team had a real shot of winning mm-hmm. without him, then I would be where you're at. That's my take. The the thing is, man, like, I feel like context matters. And we we talked about this with um, when we had the NFL podcast and we talked about how can Patrick Mahomes ever overcome this loss to Tom Brady, right? And we looked at it. Um, yeah. We looked at it from the lens that was... Was Patrick Mahomes' play the reason why the the Chiefs lost to the Bucks in the Super Bowl? And we we came to a consensus that no, that wasn't the reason. Mahomes actually played out of his mind and was trying to do yeah, things that agreed. no other human has tried to do. And so there the possibility for uh, Mahomes to take over the GOAT title is still there, but obviously he would have to do a lot more. And I think that's the yeah. same situation that like um, Durant is in. Again, it's not his fault if if they win this year, right? Like he's he, he put himself in a position to play with Kyrie. They ended up getting James Harden as well. That's not his fault. If they end up winning, that's like that's a legit chip. Like, it sounds weird to say, but, like, that's his championship. But at the same time, you gotta... Yeah. You you still have to... When, when he retires in, I don't know, five to ten years, and you look back at it, you still have to take that context into play. And if he's only got three chips by the end of his career, he's well, won every chip. But then he's on the chip. discussion. Yeah, or even if he has four chips, right? Let's say he has four chips. Let's say he has five. And three of them are with super teams. Uh, or four of them are with super teams where he has Harden and Irving on his team with him in Brooklyn. He hasn't really proven what he set out to prove when he left OKC, in my opinion, right? Like, he went out to sit, prove that, yo, I can lead a team. I can win. And he never really got to do that because of the situation he was in. And as much as... As much as, it, like, honestly, I'm not a big Durant guy. As much as it hurts me to say that about the guy, because I think he's an amazing athlete, uh, one of the best scorers the game has ever seen, it just takes away from the greatness that he's going to be considered with but at the end of his career if James Harden is there when, when he wins another chip or two. I don't know, man. I can't agree with you. I, I don't know why. I feel like... I feel like everything you're saying harps on a lot of players other than him as well. You know, like, how can you say um, that the Bulls weren't super teams? You know? They probably they, had, they probably were, man. They have they had right? Rodman. And we don't have that. Yeah, they had Rodman, Pippen, and, and they had Jordan, yeah. Right? So then, and then how can you say that LeBron didn't have super teams? He did. But he also took right? a 73-win so, team... To seven games. Well, he won that series. Yeah, yeah, that was the that was the one twenty fifteen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but so I mean, he won. had a he had a super he had a super team too, though. Yeah, he did, he did. But like that's right? the thing. So, he but so he went up the battle of. But he went up against like, a team like, that so was hard, considered 
that was considered the best of all time, though, right? Kevin Durant hasn't hasn't proven that he can go up a team like against well, a team like that. No, no, no. That's that's arguable as hell because they had the best record of all time. But you know, that doesn't mean that they're the best team of all time. Okay, that's, second best that's team super of all time. Arguable. But but I don't even think they're second best. Who would you I take over them? I would take I, the Kobe the Kobe Shaq Lakers. I would take over like. Honestly, I'd probably take them over the Bulls. The Kobe Shaq know. Lakers, yeah. to me, is probably the best team of all time because you had you had a dominant outside shooting guard, mm-hmm. right? Who could take over games, and then you had by no like there's no there's no debate. Shaq is the most dominant player in history. It's kind of like the so Lakers now. You man. could take Shaq and just put him in a game, right? And so like I I. Honestly, from a from a standpoint of the most dom- the best teams ever, I take I take the the Lakers that Lakers squad to be the best squad ever. Um, you know, if they stay together, like I mean, like Shaq and Kobe had said, they probably win like six to seven championships together. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's just no stopping that squad. Anyways, um, I don't know, man. Like it, it becomes hard to 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 take away from one guy for the same things that we tout up another guy. You know what I mean? Like LeBron's. LeBron's whole thing is like he needs to win chips at this point to secure the the goat talk. But I mean, how many chips does he need to win to to finally validate the fact? Because he won with super teams before. No, so he didn't. you know if right. So like at this point, um, if we're saying that all three of KD's chips, if he wins this year, are with super teams, yeah, you know, then we have to say that at least. Three out of four of LeBron's rings are with super teams as well. Yeah, but in my you know, opinion, and, man, and what? I still think that pairing, I still, I still think pairing, pairing AD and and uh, LeBron, two top five players in the league, is is a lot too. In that, and it I is, think it's, a, definitely. I think it's, I think, I think it is a, a close to a super team. Yep. It doesn't throw them over the hump, but it's really close. Yep. Yep. So yep. I mean, you know, how many, how many, how many chips are we gonna look back and say? Okay, contacts matters, and they had the best squad. But dude, you know, the, the it's, thing, it's so hard to say that, man. It's so hard to say that. The thing that the that's thing why that I don't want to say it. The thing that makes LeBron, like in my opinion, obviously he has the four chips, right? And th- that speaks to his greatness. But in my opinion, what speaks to his greatness even more is the way he made it to the finals, and the way he basically. He's dragged teams along that have no business being there, and he's took them there, right? That's what is like special, in my opinion, about LeBron, is that he took that 2007 Cavs team, right? And he played sure. against he played against um, the Golden State Warriors when they're at their peak, when they're winning 73 games in um, in the regular season. You look at his pr- playoff performances in 2017 and 20. Uh, t- 2016 and 2017 where he's going absolutely crazy in terms of he's putting up triple doubles 40 40 point games 50 point games that's what makes lebron great it's the context of how he did it more than did he win it with the super team it's his performances that speak volumes in my opinion right and like but but then kd's go ahead i was i was saying kd's like kd's KD's performances are unbelievable as well. But again, you know, he, there's a no, definitely. That, there's a reason. Hang yeah. on, but there's a reason that there's a reason that he won two finals MVPs. Yeah, but he's on a squad you with know? two other Hall of Famers. That definitely influences the game, man. You can't you sure, can't knock that, but, right? But so is so is LeBron. So is LeBron. Not when not when uh Kevin Love and Kyrie are both out and he's leading that squad on his own. Not in 2007 when that. he has He didn't Dan- win there. He didn't he win didn't. there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you don't win. No, 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 no. No, it does matter. That's what I'm saying. Context no, matters, man. No, Context doesn't. matters. It does not. If you don't win, if you don't win, that, that championship run means nothing, man. So don't, then, so then it, you have to say it, the same thing it. about Patrick Mahomes. No, 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 no. Because the reason why no, we're no, considering no, no. Wait, Patrick wait, Mahomes wait, wait, to wait, have wait, a chance wait, 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 wait. at having the GOAT title is because of the context oh of this God. past Super Bowl. 
You're getting me heated right now, but this is that's not fair at all. Football, football is a sport where you have two teams playing on one team. Okay. You have an offense and a defense. Okay. Right? In this sport, you're the same five people on the one side or on the other side. So if Mahomes had to go out there and play defense, sure, we can say that. Right? But that's not that is completely different, completely different. And you know football is unique in that in that regard, where mm-hmm. the same guys that play offense aren't the same guys that play defense. You know that's a unique thing. In every other American sport, it's not that way. But like I, I know, guess so this I understand. Is... <laughs> go ahead. Go but, ahead. But but what I'm saying, what 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 really what really irks me about this conversation is that like you know, if you want to talk about non runs like that didn't result in a championship, then there's so many out there. Right then, then this conversation expands way further, right? And the reason that the championships matter is because it separates the squads. No, yeah, right? definitely. There's the teams, there's the teams that made it and the teams that didn't. You know, you can be out of your mind, crazy great, right? But if your team doesn't get it done at the end of the day, you know, to me personally, it's a wasted season because, um, you know, sure, I'll agree with you. LeBron had some of the craziest performances of all time i was lobbying for him in that one series if anybody was ever gonna win a finals mvp playing on a losing squad it should have been him in that 2016 or 2017 whichever yep, one yep. They, they got blown out after the first game yeah um you know all five games he played phenomenally yeah and he actually won a game yeah you know if any if any if any losing player was ever to get an mvp it should have been there yeah right However, 2017, 2017, sure. Um, when you when you go and talk about these conversations and legacy, you know, that's not what's remembered. A game, a five game performance where you were insane is not what's remembered. It's what you did in terms of numbers and records. Yeah. Right. right. And, and that's what that's what it comes down to. And I, I that, that's why, I like, I mean, if you start looking at great, great, great NBA players and great legacies, Right. There's way better ones out there. You know, Bill Russell, Lo- Wilt Chamberlain. These guys took over the league for decades at times. But they dude, didn't let yeah, anybody okay. touch them. Yeah. Like that, you know, and obviously, obviously they played in a different era. Different conversation. Right? For sure. But what I'm saying is that that's why you can't. That's why we say it's a different conversation. Right. Because it was a different time. And like, I don't know, man, you just can't. I think in this era, what matters the most is because there's so much talent around. What matters the most, especially right now, is who wins and who doesn't. You know, because like I just have a tough time. We with probably, that, we probably have we yeah. You know why? Because you're you're a, you're a fan of a guy that doesn't win a lot, but he makes no, it a lot. No, I, I don't think so, <laughs> no, man. No, I'm playing. I don't I'm think playing, so. I'm playing with you. Like I think you, I think I think that we look at we look at um like MJ as the GOAT in the NBA. And we talk more than just about his championships, right? We talk about the way he, he dominated, the way he had that killer instinct, right? That's what we talk about. Yeah. We talk about context, and that plays a part into the greatness of a guy like Michael Jordan. And we can't just take that context away when it comes to someone like LeBron or when it comes to Durant. Or even honestly, like I think, I think Mahomes' situation falls doing. in the same situation, where but no context. Ma- no, doing, no, I'm saying context that, matters, right? Context matters, and the fact that the fact that LeBron. No, no, but went- you're taking different context there. What do you mean? You're taking you're taking different context there because you're saying. You're saying that, okay, you know, we talk about the fact that LeBron had a, or sorry, MJ had a killer instinct. And then, you know, you look at the playoff runs where, you know, LeBron played phenomenally, even though he didn't win. You know, he played, he played out of his mind, Mm -hmm. right? But I mean, you know, KD played phenomenally too in times where he lost, you know, in that, in that, in that game where, in that series where he lost to the Golden State Warriors, you know, he didn't, he didn't play bad. No, he didn't. He just had nobody around him to help him. So, but like, so, so, he didn't play uh, like, yeah, dude. We can't compare those two levels, though, man. When LeBron went no, up no, no, against, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, the Warriors, like that was a whole different like tier. But yo, the problem is the problem. The problem. Okay, the one problem with that argument that I find 
more alarming than anything else is that it was like it was like Westbrook on the it was like Westbrook on Washington at that point. You know, there was nobody else left to do anything. No, man. Uh, so I have Russell Westbrook stats pulled out here, man. <laughs> so no, no, I'm I don't just know when I was going to use like these, the but the I have felt, them here. I'm not I'm not looking at I'm not looking at his actual stats. I'm I'm saying I'm saying the way the game felt like it was LeBron and nobody versus the world at that point. Mm-hmm. So obviously LeBron has to go out there. But I'm saying if you put KD in that situation, KD's going to play amazing too. Why? Cuz he gets all the touches he needs to. The reason that Kobe scored 60 in his last game in the NBA mm-hmm. cuz he got every touch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Like like that's why you can't talk about that because he didn't do that like like Jordan did that and never went to a game 7 with two other guys on his team every time. Right? Yeah. Like Kobe Kobe did that Kobe didn't do that when it was like him and Shaq. It was back and forth. It was it was Shaq has a game, then Kobe has a game, then Shaq has a game. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like back and forth, and they both had clutch moments. Mm-hmm. But he did that in in the second run where they went where they won two of three, right? Yeah. So he did that there. KD has always been the best player on any championship team he's been on. He's been the right? best player on any and team stats, he's been on. Yeah. So I mean, that's why the that's why that doesn't matter as much to me because. You know, if you put KD in in LeBron's spot and you put LeBron in in KD's spot on the, in that series, I think we're having a discussion of KD winning the Finals MVP because of how phenomenal he played. But it's because he had nobody else to rely on at that point, and he had to go and do everything himself. Yeah, but you know, that's the even thing. to KD's give himself never, a chance. Yeah, we're we're talking about it, right? But like, KD's never been put in that situ- situation to prove it. Like, this was his one opportunity. But, so then that shouldn't that shouldn't take away. No, no, no. But that shouldn't take away from his conversation because uh, because everybody never got hurt on his team. That's that's a stupid. No, argument. no, no. I no, because, I agree. No, no. I, I agree. It shouldn't it shouldn't take away from it. But the reason, like, this was his one opportunity to come out and prove himself. To show that, yo, I can do it when even when I'm not loaded, right? Like, I can lead that squad. And, I, and when you add a guy like Harden in there, for me, man, it takes away from it, right? And it's not significant, but I, there is, like, I'm going to look at that and be like, yo, yeah, he, he had two guys with him that could be considered at the MVP of the, of the league in any given season. But... And he won a chip with those two guys. Okay, but the issue, the issue I have is KD. KD set out to go prove a point where he wanted to show that yo, I can win a chip, and I can lead a squad. And to he will if the if the Brooklyn Nets do win this year, he's gonna he is the alpha on that team. He's the number one option. But at the same time, you can't take a you can't not look at the whole team as. As a whole, and look at the help he has around him, right? And so, personally, man, it just it like again, <laughs> I don't, I don't like saying this because yo, KD is a phenomenal player. Um, I like sure, ripping on 100%, 100%. him. I like ripping on him, but best just, in the league, in my opinion. That's that's your opinion. <laughs> I know, I know. That's your opinion. But I'm just saying, like, really, he is. The best scorer, yes. <laughs> best scorer, yes. Best player, I, I, I don't know. You're gonna have to convince me on that one. Um. Right now in the league, if you draft, if you if you put everybody in a fantasy draft. Uh, but not a real fan, not a fantasy fantasy draft, but like a real, like you're building a squad. Yeah. Right. Who, if you, if you're blessed with the number one overall pick, who are you taking? You know who I'm taking. No, no, no. But be serious about it. I'm like, serious. Like LeBron is 35 years old. I'm serious. For this you're coming, building a squad for, for one next... season. For one no, season. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What, but that's not how that's not how players are looked at. For if it's for one season, they're, I'm taking they're LeBron. At, they're looked at. No, no, they're looked at their their total future value. But we're talking about I right think there's now. There's two though. guys that I have to decide between. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I know, I know. But I'm saying the best player right now for me, if I was to draft everybody, right? There's two guys that I look at mm-hmm. that you know for me give me the most 
the most pull for number one pick if yeah. I had that chance yeah. to build a team from squatch, scratch. KD and Luka. Mm-hmm. Those are the two guys. Luka's future potential, I've talked about it before, off the charts. Yeah. He's doing at 21. Definitely. Nobody's ever done. Fucking... Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you Oops. know it's getting uh, heated <laughs> yeah but uh he's no no he's phenomenal amazing athlete yeah you give me kevin durant against anybody in the league and i can give you a reason why he's better anybody Giannis I, yeah. shoots the ball better yeah you know uh uh you want to talk about joel Embiid? sure dribbles the ball way better you can say you he shoots Le- the ball better than anyone in the league. No, no, for sure. But I mean, just just giving you different points, right? Yeah. Like, like LeBron, LeBron at this point, the reason is really free because throws. a free throws yeah. and b age. Sure. You know, at this point, at this point, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not discounting what a prime LeBron, prime LeBron. It's hard to pick against him in that time. Mm-hmm. But right now, with him on the decline, like you've seen it. I mean, don't don't act like you haven't. Like LeBron's declined. Yeah, I definitely. Know? He hasn't. Not at the same rate, right? But he's declined. So I don't know if it's right decline or if he's just holding back. It's it's like sure because sure, when it comes it to is, the playoffs, but, I mean, right? It's not it's not the same that you would see no, like definitely. him crushing the whole year, definitely. whole season, right? And like now he does need to rely on other people a little bit definitely. to get through the regular season. Sometimes you know, like, definitely. and that's okay. Like I mean, he's older. It's it's expected at least, right? Yeah. Like at like at very at the everybody thought that players are done at 35, 36, and and for him to you know only have to take regular season games off in order to prepare for the playoffs, like it talks a lot about you know how special he is. Mm. But if I'm taking a player today, it, it's KD or Luca. Those are my two options, mm. man. Like nobody else in the league screams screams potential and and uh, right now locked in kind of value like that guy like mm-hmm. like Luca's future potential like that's like buying apple stock before apple was apple yeah and 2010 you know? <laughs> and and uh and and uh kd is like buying um buying amazon today or something you know something that you yeah. know is just locked in value yeah is, like can't go anywhere tesla whatever you want yeah. You know, again, this this podcast does not offer yeah. financial advice, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like it's just one of those things. One of those two guys for me is it has to be the number one overall pick, and and I lean most days I lean towards um, a healthy KD. Those those two guys for me are number one. I'm going LeBron, and number two is KD. Okay, so then you know you know why outside of your own fandom, you know why I'm saying that he's the best player in the league then. No, Cause uh, no I be understand honest, it. To be honest, I understand it. To be honest, I would take I would take a prime Kobe over over KD too. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's for me, it's still a hard decision. It's not mm-hmm. you know, like Kobe Kobe has my heart, so mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I would definitely take him at the end of the day. I think I would have to lean towards him, mm. but it's, it's not an easy decision. It's not a yeah. for sure lock, you know, yeah. kind of decision. So I don't yeah. know. I think, I think, I think KD, KD is for me is the best player in the league right now. And I mean, yeah, fuck. I don't know, man. It is what it is. <laughs> I sw- fuck, it did it again. <laughs> 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 this is too much, man. My brain's fried. My brain's That's fried all right. at this point. That's you're all you're right. hurting my head, man. <laughs> That's how you know. That's how you know this is a good one. I'm sweating. Yeah, and, seriously. Uh, I am too. And Samir's oh, letting out some f bombs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bad, yo. My bad. But it is what it is, man. Oh, Sometimes man. these these talks get heated, but yeah, yeah. No, I think we can wrap it up there. You yeah. know, I don't think we're. I think we're entrenched in our views. You know, you're gonna keep hating on KD until. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it sounds like KD has to, has to put like I, I don't know the Washington Wizards on his back. Yeah, and basically. take them to a finals. Honestly, for you to give him some credit credence, but honestly, you know, KD, if you're listening, I mean, I mean, nowadays, KD is really listening to everything on the internet, <laughs> so maybe he is listening. So, you know, if you are, yo, I believe in you. You know, go out there, get your chip. Don't worry about what Chani has to say. You know, at yo, the end of the day, honestly, it's, it's one step in the right direction. You know what I mean? Like with K- with the whole KD thing, like, um. Like we discussed earlier, I don't like the move he made to Golden State, but ever yeah. since Kyrie started doing his thing, 
and like that that i don't want to call it hate but that that ridicule i had towards kd is kind of directed more towards Kyrie now right just because <laughs> um but yeah man it's you can just, call it hate man you can call it hate this is uh this I, is okay I, yo okay man i have it ever since ever since we did that kobe uh conversation we had that kobe conversation and we talked about yo we should actually appreciate these guys for what they do I have a tough time saying like, yo, I'm hitting on this guy. And that's why I was kind of polite about how. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? I was really polite about, yo, KD made a soft move to go to Golden State. Um, I'm trying to do my best to be to be nice. But at the same time, uh, that was a, that was a soft move, man. That's Blas- what we're all. That's what we're here for, man. Blasphemy. This is what we. This is this is what we're here for. You know, everybody's yeah. got to grow in their lives. Everyone's gonna get better, and you know, every day we try strive to be better. You know, so yeah, man. I mean, there's there's your lesson of the day, folks. Appreciate the athletes while they're here. Yep. Um, Don't you know, hate One too day hard, we're gonna man. have this conversation when Katie has seven rings. You know, uh-huh. we're gonna have this conversation again, and. It's going to be a different conversation. But and one thing I one quick thing before we leave, I, I, I did want to mention this, but in the, the heat of things, I kept forgetting, you know, one thing that this does rely on this caveat. This is a kind of a caveat to this whole discussion is KD not absolutely taking over in the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know, because if KD does what Kawhi did with the Raptors mm-hmm. and just goes out there and balls every night, mm-hmm. I think everything that you said is invalidated and, um, you know, because he's literally carrying the team through everything. Like, yeah. I mean, if he if he had that kind of run, then I think I think this is still that chip that you want it to be. Yeah, where man. he just goes out there and super dominates. Yeah, which I think is a possibility to it happen is. still. But yeah. that's one thing that I wanted to throw in there. That kind of I guess it's good that it's at the end, so everybody has to listen to get to it. But yeah. I agree, man, hundred um, percent. Like, yeah, if he, I think I think that's the one thing that kind yeah. of brings us together is if. If uh, KD just goes out there and super dominates every game or close to it, at least two or three games a series, mm-hmm. you know, he's the, he's the main, main reason. He's scoring 30-plus points, you know, putting up the defensive numbers, doing whatever he has to do to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think it's a, nil, it's a, it's a mute point at that, at that point who's on your squad, you know. It's you who did it. Yeah, man. It's just uh, like when I look at, you know, like the LeBron numbers, it's like, the triple doubles and you know forty points, fifty for sure, points, for right? sure. But like, and mean, it's those performances yeah, in yeah, my no, eyes. That was historic run. Yeah, and that's what stands Crazy. out in my eyes is are those performances. And man, if KD goes out and puts up like if he's putting up 35, 40, 45 points a game, and he has ten to eleven rebounds or some something crazy like that every game. Yeah, man. Then you again, context matters, right? Like if he did that in that situation, it's more than just three uh, three superstars getting together, right? So yeah, I really want to see that happen, though, man. I really want to, cause yo, I don't think we've ever been in a better position to see a prime KD dominate, dominate. Yeah, like he's gonna have an he's gonna have a relatively easy East for the most part. Um, you know, the Sixers look like the one challenge. Mm-hmm. In the East, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know who else really. Boston, I'm not scared of. Uh, as like, if I'm KD and and, yeah. the, and the Nets, I'm not scared of Boston too much. I think. I think. Yeah, I think. I think Philly's the one challenge. So he should yeah. have two series in the East where he absolutely goes out there and dominates, or he takes them off and waits for the big series, which yep. is okay too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, either way, so so it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we can call it a wrap there. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's enough, man. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, you know, as always, uh, you've been listening to the Rec Center podcast. Uh, you know, we're going to get back into the news at some point, but, you know, we just wanted to do episodes that are a little bit more fun, a little bit more off the cuff kind of conversations, kind of the things that we wanted to do yeah, when we started the podcast, you know, yeah. like, you know, just open, open topics. You know, you can hear the debates go. You can hear me get heated. Go down you the rabbit Johnny hole. You know, you can hear Jenny lose every discussion. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's fun. Um, you know, we'll get back into the news, of of course, yeah. when things kind of heat up a little bit. But uh, yeah, until next time, you guys have been listening to the Rec Center podcast. Thank you for listening, and see you guys later. Have a good one. Take care. Peace.